This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Coming up on 5-Minute News... New COVID-19 pill cuts risk of death and hospitalization by 50%. U.S. attempts to rekindle relationship with France after AUKUS snub. And with gas pumps dry, Britain requisitions the army. It's Saturday, October 2. I'm Anthony Davis. As the U.S. closes in on the heartbreaking milestone of 700,000 people dead since the pandemic began, a potential leap forward was announced by drug maker Merck, who said on Friday that its experimental pill for people sick with COVID-19 reduced hospitalizations and deaths by half. If cleared by regulators, molnupiravir would be the first pill shown to treat COVID-19, adding a whole new easy-to-use weapon to an arsenal that already includes the vaccine. All other COVID-19 treatments now authorised in the US require an IV or injection. A pill taken at home, by contrast, would ease pressure on hospitals and could also help curb outbreaks in poorer and more remote corners of the world that don't have access to the more expensive infusion therapies. Merck and its partner, Ridgeback Biotherapeutics, said early results showed patients who received the drug within five days of COVID-19 symptoms had about half the rate of hospitalization and death as those who received a dummy pill. The study tracked 775 adults with mild to moderate COVID-19 who were considered high risk for severe disease because of health problems such as obesity, diabetes or heart disease. The results have not been reviewed by outside experts, the usual procedure for vetting new medical research. Among patients taking molnupiravir, 7.3% were either hospitalised or died at the end of 30 days, compared with 14.1% of those getting the dummy pill. After that time period, there were no deaths among those who received the drug, compared with 8 in the placebo group, according to Merck. Dr. Anthony Fauci, the US government's foremost authority on infectious diseases, called the results from Merck very good news. An estimated 70 million eligible Americans remain unvaccinated, providing kindling for the highly contagious Delta variant. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken will visit France next week as the Biden administration tries to smooth over hurt feelings and potentially more lasting damage caused by its exclusion of America's oldest ally from a new Indo-Pacific security initiative, the State Department said yesterday. The department said Blinken will visit Paris starting Monday for an international economic conference, but highlighted that he will also meet with French officials to discuss the rupture in relations. 
The administration has been scrambling to mend fences with France and the European Union more broadly since the September 15 announcement of the Australia-US-UK agreement known as AUKUS, which cancelled a multi-billion dollar Australian-France submarine deal. All sides agree it will take time to repair those ties. The State Department said Blinken's talks will be aimed at further strengthening the vital US-France relationship on a range of issues, including security in the Indo-Pacific region. Ahead of his visit, Blinken met on Friday with French Ambassador Philippe Etienne on his return to Washington after having been recalled to Paris by French President Emmanuel Macron. The recall was an unprecedented display of anger to protest the exclusion of France and the European Union from AUKUS, which is aimed at countering China's growing influence in the Indo-Pacific. But US officials remain concerned about the potential damage done to the relationship. On Thursday, the White House announced that National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan had met with Etienne to try to restore trust between the countries. French officials have said AUKUS was a stab in the back. From Monday, Britain will deploy military tanker drivers to deliver fuel to gas stations, many of which were still dry on Friday after a chaotic week that has seen panic buying, fights at the pumps and drivers hoarding petrol in water bottles. With an acute shortage of truck drivers straining supply chains to breaking point, the government said on Friday 200 military tanker personnel, a hundred of which are drivers, will complete their training over the weekend and start delivering on Monday. While the situation is stabilising, our armed forces are there to fill in any critical vacancies and help keep the country on the move by supporting the industry to deliver fuel to forecourts, said Defence Minister Ben Wallace. Shortages of workers in the wake of Brexit and the COVID-19 pandemic have sown disarray through some sectors of the economy, disrupting deliveries of fuel and medicine and leaving more than 100,000 pigs backed up on farms. Conservative government ministers claimed the world is facing a global shortage of truck drivers and they are working to ease the crisis. They deny that the situation is a consequence of an exodus of EU workers following Britain's departure from Europe after the Brexit referendum and have dismissed concerns the country is heading toward a winter of shortages and power cuts. EU members have not seen fuel shortages. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. We often hear about the individuals who took the oath of office to become the chief executive. But what about the other people who play a role in each administration or the events that may not be as well known, but that contribute to the reshaping of the office of the American presidency? On the presidencies of the United States, we explore each administration beyond just the person holding the highest elected office in order to better understand the history that brought us to the modern day presidency. 
I hope you'll join me on this journey through the annals of presidential history. Presidencies can be found anywhere fine podcasts can be found and as a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network.